Welcome back to another wonderful and inspiring episode of She Speaks with Fortune Wobble. As I've mentioned before, season two will be focused on sharing stories of women who are survivors of gender-based violence. The aim of the season is to help other women with their healing journey and not forgetting to break the silence. Today we have a wonderful guest, Sis Kanye, who will be sharing her story. Welcome, Sis Kanye. May you just give us a brief, you know, introduction of who you are, where you come from, and how old are you? Okay. Hi, I'm Kaini and I am 27 years of old of age, sorry. And I reside around Bumalanga and I'll be here sharing my experience of what I went through during my abuse. Okay, just before I get into the formalities, how has it been during the lockdown? I mean, we all having a very very hard time. How's it been on your side? How are you coping? Uh, it's been you know like frustrating because you just have to wake up and then you have to think about what you want to do today like plan your day you know you know and then as the time goes by it feels like you're just doing the same thing over and over again because you wake up you exercise you eat you chill you know you clean the house you then yeah it's just starting to be to feel like the same old routine so it hasn't really been as exciting you know because you can't go out and see people all you could do is just communicate with people via the phone yes yeah man we're living mm. in a very difficult time but hey we'll just have to get used to it you know accepting and adapting i guess true yeah um, i think we kind of used to it now <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a choice hey we don't have a we choice don't at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the level three still feels the same, actually. <laughs> really, besides the whole it thing, does. besides the whole thing of alcohol, it's just like guys, Ghana, mm. nothing has changed. I mean, we're still nothing actually. It just feels still feels like prison. Like okay, you get the alcohol, you drink at home. Ugh, what's so exciting about all this, actually? <laughs> I yes, I, mean, okay. I think the gatherings have always been more important like more fun you know engaging with people yeah face to face has always been better than over the phone hi yes we'll be fine she's all right (laughs) (laughs) we have to be (laughs) yeah thank you so much for agreeing to being a beacon of hope to women that are still finding it hard to heal or break the silence i know that it actually took you a whole lot of courage to actually agree I know that it's not easy, you know, being able to tell your story. But yeah, thank you so, so, so much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just wanted to ask, um, when when did everything happen and what happened exactly? What happened? Okay, so, well, with my story, I was in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, I could just say that, okay, I was abused by my boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. sexually abused by my boyfriend, you know? I want to highlight this thing of many people always say, there is, it's not possible. Like, how are you saying you're sexually abused by your boyfriend, you know? Because mm-hmm. he's he's like your partner. There's no way your partner can force himself out yeah. to you. Or there's no way you, you could say that your partner did that. You know, mm-hmm. because maybe once upon a time you've stayed with your partner, and then there's a time where you didn't want, and 
guys we always have to understand and know that no means no you know even if he's your partner even if he's you know someone you've been with for years or months you know uh-huh. they need to understand that so okay um it happened in 20 what 2015 okay yeah 2015 and then it was address because i was a student yeah yeah and it happened yeah that night you know um it was okay a normal day but then i just wasn't feeling any i wasn't really feeling anything of like wanting to be with him or something you know mm-hmm. but he forced that okay he's gonna sleep over in the room okay fine hoping that maybe he did respect my my decision of okay i just don't feel like doing anything today you know but yeah. no so okay he carried on fine like okay we went to bed that night and then it was a thing of okay so we're sleeping and then he's like yeah but we you know when someone just he wanted to you know yeah sex so i was just like no i'm not okay i've been saying like the whole day that i'm being off so i don't feel like you know but yeah well he wanted what he wanted you know so yeah it happened he you know he forced himself i tried to push him over but i wasn't as strong you know and, yeah yeah and ugh, yeah so after it happened he he cried yeah he cried because i was crying and he's crying and mm-hmm. he, he was Like, and then he started apologizing he started saying things like he doesn't know what got into him he's you know yeah he doesn't know what happened that's what he said yeah so now after that happened um did you leave the relationship immediately or were you still with him after did you like um forgive him for what he did yeah what happened okay so Um I stayed like the relationship didn't end. Um I forgave him because he he apologized. You know when he was crying and he was stating yeah. with okay um he doesn't know what happened what got into him, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was someone who um he was emotionally not stable I'll say that because he had lost his mom in and I think at a early stage so he has, hasn't really recovered from that you know he would do mm-hmm. things and then he would make an excuse of you know like it would be a, okay to me it just started feeling like it was an excuse of you know how i lost my mother and i have like really an emotional you know how i can't control my feelings sorry it, it's like an emotional blackmail kind of thing yeah that kind of thing so he had that yeah. emotional blackmail thing it's okay he's always gonna do things and then he's going to cover up with the fact that you know how I am because uh it was a thing of okay his mother passed away and then he his dad got a new wife you know and the stepmother wasn't treating him well so he he practically lacked love from home you know and yeah. then it was a thing of um he's never had someone who actually cared about him the way I did you know it was a thing of I just felt like you know all those things were it it became like my responsibility you know when you, someone says okay you I don't know someone 
who can be there for me. I haven't had a friend. I haven't had someone who cared about me. I mean, I didn't have someone who loved me the way you do because you know yeah. the last time I received that, such love was from my mother, and yeah. So he used those things, you know, to get away too. with a lot of things that he did. Would you agree if I say he was um? He was a broken man in a way. He was a broken man who just yes. thought like, I I need to be I don't know like someone just needs to fill up those parts. He didn't give himself some time to actually um deal with what happened in the past or like find help to speak to someone. Would you say that he was like a broken man? Yes, I would say that definitely because he would say that you know he tried to reach out to his dad. Uh-huh. Excuse me, but his dad had like started a new family, so he was more focused on the siblings, focused on the new person. So you know, and then he feels like he's never really had someone to talk to because, um, yeah, even the like there was a grandmother he used to be able to talk to, but the grandmother also passed on. So yeah, there's a lot yeah. that he went through that he never really dealt with. So what was your breaking point? Like, what just made you like now? Okay, you know what? I actually don't want to be part of this relationship. What was your breaking point? I realized how the emo- that the, the relationship wasn't only just based on okay the fact that we went through a like physical abuse because okay there was a time also we he started getting physical now like he yeah. he hit me with the thing um with the door. A kitchen door, like it hit me on my back, you know, and that's when I realized that okay, you no, know, I don't know why I keep tolerating these things, you know, because it wasn't only just physical abuse, but it started becoming an emotional abuse, you know. I realized mm-hmm. how unhappy I am, how I used to cry every day, and I asked myself, why am I, you know, part of this thing? Because okay, I joined um, this other church, so when I went to church, and they spoke about, you know these kind of abuses like things that we tolerate and we stand for and just like so i that day was like my breaking point i decided no i've had enough you know i feel like i don't i shouldn't be part of such i don't deserve such you know yeah i shouldn't keep tolerating such if this person is a problem and i feel like he should just i give him some space to go deal with himself because he's caring so much and now um i've also carried his burdens you know so we yeah. are now in a very toxic relationship yes hey yes. and it's not good for both of us oh, like for any of our health you know? yeah 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 so now when you started the relationship like how was he did like did he show any signs of i don't know of being abusive of like oh toxic traits did he show any of that or he didn't at all no he didn't at all like he is always you know it's never he was he was a very nice person like a really nice guy like he was caring and you know loving talkative you know everybody actually wanted to be around him you know so yeah it, it even the way he was it wasn't even easy to tell the next person if i were to say to you right now like you uh-huh. that person who did this and this like nobody would believe me like never no i know like kailo yeah you know yeah yeah 
you just took me back hey like you just took me back i was in a relationship with someone in 20 when was it yeah, i can't remember properly was it 20 you know something but it was it was really toxic now but he was such a nice guy like a very nice guy and namiji yazin i was in like i was just in to the point whereby i didn't even see like all of these wrong things that people kept on seeing about like the the toxic traits you know him being very possessive and him telling me no you shouldn't do this you should do that you shouldn't talk to this person you should only talk to the blah 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 you know i didn't see all of that you know i always agreed to everything that he said you know i just agreed and then i don't know it just started like really really eating me up like i was really not okay i felt i felt so drained i felt i don't know cuz whatever that he says i should just listen it it was either it was either his way or highway mm-hmm. just like that <laughs> and then there was a day where, there was a day where um kind of what happened oh yeah his friend said something to him it was a lie you know they said i did something and i'm telling it as in I was with you the other day, you know, the very same day that they talked about I was I was with you. So, I don't know why you're believing your friends because I mean, there isn't even evidence of what they're saying, but you believe them, yeah man. And then he kept on reminding me of that like all the time. Now imagine having to now apologize for something that you didn't even do. Yeah. You know, I kept on apologizing like all the time, like all the time. Imagine <laughs> now I go. And at some point oh yeah and then it was like recess so at least with recess now i know which has in say kai gives me like enough time to actually now reflect and think ukuthi fortune is this really really worth it yeah but and then i keep thinking and i don't know something just came into my mind ukuthi as in fortune if this person freaks out like this over lies you know Imagine if we were to do like a mistake. I mean, we we all make mistakes, yeah. But True. something maybe that gonna upset him. What if you're gonna do something that's gonna really, really upset him? What's gonna happen, yeah? But and that's when I said, you know what? What if now he's gonna get like physical? Because it was already like emotional abuse, yeah. But I'm like, what if he's gonna get like physical with me, yeah? But people are not even gonna believe me if I'm gonna say, hey, when we spend money wins or so, they're not gonna believe because obviously. Bonnie, they know him as this person who's just happy, a very friendly person, mm-hmm. in, 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 in. And that was my breaking point. I was like, you know what? I can't continue like this because I'm going to die at risk. And, or even if I don't die at risk, what if he does something and then I tell people, they're not going to believe me. They're going to say, I did something, you know, that actually True. caused him to do that. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, yes, in fortune, save yourself save yourself from this it was really really difficult to actually get out like it was really really difficult but i just really thank god that i don't know i managed to see the light you know i i really managed to see the light and after that it was pretty difficult again to like look at him when or just whenever i i see that he's around like around race like it was just so difficult to like look at him but after a month or two ah, 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 i i regained myself in jane i'm paying at yes i wanna win you i am so done i'm even gonna greet you yeah i'm like i'm even gonna like i'm even gonna greet you it's fine and mm. i think it brings so much peace to do that you know mm. sometimes people think 
forgiving people like okay like forgiving someone that actually hurt you is something that's wrong you know yeah. that time forgiving someone is actually bringing peace now into you forgive yourself and then you also forgive that person and now right but now holding on to what's on something that actually hurts you i think that just i don't know it makes it even worse because you think about it like all the time you do like honestly with me it felt like okay i'm always with this person i've supported this person so much you know because it was a matter of with me i'm not allowed to be talking to other guys you know chatting to guys and, and you know that whatsapp thing was okay yeah, i know talking to this person when i whatsapp but it seems as if with his side it's different because i remember this other day um i took his phone you know i don't remember mm-hmm. what what was happening and he was chatting and i feel like you know that day like okay i guess he was talking to you know that person you know when you're about to find out something so I mm-hmm. took the phone and I ran. Yo, I've never been chased like this. He literally tripped me. <laughs> he tripped me. Oh, I oh, fell oh. and he sat on my chest. He's like, bring that phone here. Yeah, like, yo. Okay, there's a lot of episodes, but yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, yeah, no. There's a lot that just made me realize, but okay, this is not worth it at all, mm-hmm. you know? it's not yeah. like it's not me it's not human like we're not supposed to live like this you know yeah, yeah relationships are not supposed to be like this you know like so it. when after the whole breakthrough the whole thing over to okay I've, i'm really like moving on moving forward you know i had like people friends but fear gave me very very this guy you share when i like why would he do this I mean i told you guys are happy i told you guys me right yeah but but now I see mm-hmm. he's with someone else and Sakumisan, you know those things. And Sakumisan, how I was like all those things. You know how you know when people don't know what really happened. Yeah. Like what really took place. So they wanna find out who's okay, you know. Yeah. Like why is any so on a manji? Because Tinazati with you guys are the couple of the year, you know that thing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm just like hey but i feel like most of the time and every time you know people asked and i just i protected him like i've never went out mm-hmm. and said oh loyal no i've always been like i just feel like i don't want to talk to him and that's okay like, you know relationships end and it's life let's just move on you know yeah so how was your healing journey? What steps did you take to like regain yourself in a way or reclaim yourself again? You know, it Because I know such things, you, you, I don't know, it leaves you really broken. I know, I felt like a mess. I felt a whole lot of things. It was real, it was difficult. It does, so like, how it's you so healing? messy. What? Like, oh, wow. You know, because us, you know, from someone who's always bubbly, someone who's always confident, like, you know, I'm out there. And then the next thing, I just feel like I want to be alone, you know? I've I always wanted to be alone. Yeah. I used to cry every day. I, it got to a point where I stopped going to classes, you know? I stopped wanting to be out there in the I stopped wanting to be around my WhatsApp. I stopped want, you know? Like, I didn't want my family to call me, you know? So, because I was part of like church, so every time someone calls, I was just like, "It's business, something." I so doing, I'll call you back later, you know, just so that nobody yeah. gets hold of me, you know. 
yeah so okay and then there's this thing just carried on every day so there was a friend of mine who came to me and he 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 said to me okay so you planning on crying every day for how long you know mm. like okay every time i come here we are calm like we are calm. you haven't been eating like what are you planning on doing so you're planning on crying yourself to death or what what's your plan mm. so that's when i decided it's like are you gonna let this one person uh, ruin your whole life you didn't realize like are you giving this person power over your life yeah, yeah, because when the more you cry, the more you chill. Yeah, you're giving him everything. You're like, okay, take my life, baby, baby. You, you owned it, you know. And I, and he said, I doubt this is you, you know. I know you as a strong person, someone who fights. So, okay, this thing yeah, happens. Yeah. Yeah, he said to me, it happened, but it's not you. Understand? Take it as a situation. Okay, like the situation, it happened to you, but then this is not you. Don't let it define your life. Understand? So as I go to the from that day, okay, I decided, you know what, he's right. You know, I'm gonna keep doing this till when because he was saying things like your parents paid for you to be here, you know, to study. If you are not going to go to class, then what? What are you gonna explain to them? What are you gonna say to them? Okay, I haven't been going to class because I've been crying over this thing and I haven't been getting help. What? Why? You know? So he said all those things, and I was like, "Yeah, you're right." So I decided, okay, I'm gonna get up because at school, I already received like an email from my lecturers saying, "Okay, they wanna see me, you know, because they wanna know what's happening." And then, okay, I spoke to one lecturer. I told her, "Okay, I'm going through this," and then they recommended the school psychology, like the psychologist day. And then, okay, um, I booked an appointment, you know. And then it started there. And then another thing was the church. Uh, church really helped me, yeah. you know. Because in my church, we had like a group, you know, cell groups. We had cell groups. Yes, so I, know, I was so. attending like cell groups. Mm-hmm. And then, funny enough, you know, when <laughs> when you are about to really receive like proper pure healing, you know, you go through like yeah. that that week my cell group um they decided that we're gonna talk about things like we went through you know like abuse the topic yeah. was all of a sudden it was just like about abuse like someone was just i don't know you know when god just yeah. decides okay this is your time now you yeah know? so mm-hmm. everybody started talking like opening up because for me it wasn't as easy so i just decided i'm gonna keep quiet just to hear what's happening you know so people were studying i was raped by my uncle i was how okay so this thing you're not alone you know so mm, Mm. and then people everyone was talking you know okay saying how they did you know it became a very emotional day everyone was crying but yeah you know i got out there feeling much better you know and i realized i should have done this like maybe earlier you know Mm, because mm-hmm. I used to attend the self groups, but I used to hide everything that I'm going through. You understand? You weren't really yes, open. I wasn't open. I would just be like, ah, I'm okay. My day was good. My week was good. You know, school. Yeah, that's it. I just, you know, I used to just highlight and keep quiet. You know, so that day I decided, you know what? Let me just go in, you know, for my healing. And yeah, I went in, and ever since that day, I've been praying. You know. 
getting like talking about it going through the whole thing you know trying to heal each and every day and funny enough i never used to talk about this thing and not cry you know so i realized the more i spoke yeah. the more i actually gained strength you know so now i'm able to actually talk mm-hmm. about it without even sharing a single tear mm. Mm. wow that's yeah i can hear that you yeah. healed right yeah. you are right i'm not lying <laughs> no, you are no, healed no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i can yeah i know when you when you're still hurting from, from yeah. something now nah, when you talk about it like i don't know you start having all of these pictures and then you start crying and all of mm-hmm. that but once you've really really healed from it you don't even cry mm-hmm. anymore you know you share your story with the aim of actually you know empowering another person to be able to just talk about it even more because i always emphasize this i always tell people that talking helps you know it, it really it really mm-hmm. does help if you don't feel comfortable talking to you, like your friend or someone that you know at least find a stranger and yeah, i don't know i don't know sometimes mm-hmm. it's so easy to confide into someone that you don't no, really true. know because maybe maybe you're scared of what in I'm gonna tell this friend, and then lom ganlo uzoftele omunyum gan, and maybe even faga some spice niyana. Cause eight years, and sometimes people you can't really trust can't, people nowadays. Thing, so yeah, um, I remember how the friend is like, talk to a family member, tell your mother. I was like, no, I'm not taking that route. Understand? Like, I don't want my family uh-huh. to know about this. Yeah, yeah, because uh-huh. as soon as I involve my family. I'm involving the police. I'm involving court cases. I'm involving yeah. all the attention like upon myself. And I just for that moment I just mm-hmm. felt like I don't want that kind of drama, you know, because I I'm not strong mm-hmm. enough to go through all these things, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I was just like no, I am not involving anyone, you know. I want to do this on my own. If I find someone that can help me then I don't know. I'm going to do this on my own, you know. I I didn't want this guy in my life so much that I didn't want to be attending court cases and you know having to see him again. Now Cause now you're gonna see him again. You're gonna have to argue mm. about this thing. He's gonna say no, you lying. This like you didn't do this and that. You know because there's a friend of mine mm-hmm. I told. I mean the first thing you know how I established that you know this thing is a hard battle to win was when they uh-uh. said I spoke to someone and he said I. You said your boyfriend raped you. How? Kanjani, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, one guy like this thing. So, and I was talking to males, you know, trying to understand what okay, how do these people think? So they're like, yeah. ah, it's not possible, man. And I was reading something on Facebook, and then they like girls like saying things like the boyfriends raped them, and that's not true. Like, how can your boyfriend rape you? You can't date someone for a year, and then. And then mm-hmm. through, that person mm-hmm. raped you, Ganjan. So I was just like, okay, so and when there was a time I said that to him also, you know. We spoke on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I brought it up. And then he's like, but then you can't really say I raped you. And you know, he he changed. All of from I don't remember what you know, the story he said that ah. no, um and yeah, yeah, crying. crying. So now he forgot. I mean, to um Hey. but then nobody's gonna believe you even if you take it to court or whatever you know he said things like that like i was just like you know 
and then he's like yeah you know i know you hard to to you know you have a beautiful heart you wouldn't do such thing like, ah. i already said i'm sorry and you know how yeah it became a thing of okay and then i just decided i feel like for me to completely leave this thing i'm not going to go you know to the police or i'm not going to involve anything that's going to require me to get get us to court so I'm just like, yeah. Hmm, it happens. Like, they, people change, you know. Then you just discover the actual <laughs> monster. was okay. This person was Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe this. Because he was crying. And now suddenly he's like, even if you're going to take it to the police. Yeah. Gonna I mean. And I don't think you can even afford lawyers. You know. He he got you know cocky like you know like what was it? So yeah, when in a way we are as we feeling the way it wrong in a way he knows that it was wrong, but now he's just trying to make you feel like as if no, it's not wrong, man. No, it's it's not wrong. I was I, I'm your boyfriend. I mean, I'm your boyfriend. No, it's not wrong. And even if you think it's wrong, I mean, you're not gonna win this case. Firstly, I'm your boyfriend. You can't even afford but, lawyers. And then mm, and you came at you know, yeah. So yeah, man. Wow. But yo, like first and foremost, I'm so thankful that you actually healed the way that you actually wanted to heal. You know, because I think that's the best method of healing. Don't now heal according to how people want you to heal. You know, you didn't like now say you know what. Actually, want to take it to like um to the police and all of that i'm not saying it's wrong if other people feel like okay they're gonna get closure by doing that then do it but do whatever that you feel like is best for you you know and i'm really yeah i'm really happy that your your method actually worked you know it actually helped you yo wow i am i'm happy you know i'm really really happy i i become so happy when i when I when I see women, you know, who have been through so much, you know, finding their voices and being able to tell their story with so much courage, you know, because one thing that I know is that when other women are gonna listen to you, you know, they they're going to find their voices in a way, you know, they they're, they're gonna able to like own up, you know, own up their stories and just be able to share now about their stories, or even if they are finding themselves in such situations it's going to be much more easier to say, you know what, no, man. I, I can actually do this. I can actually yeah. go through this. And I don't even have to involve mm. the police. I can, I can break silence. I can heal, mm. you know? So I am, thank you so, so much. And I just wanted to ask, what is, what, what's the message that you actually want to say to, because um, I think you were maybe very young at that time, you know, what is the message that you want to tell to like young girls with like relationships if they find themselves in such relationships like what should they do you know what I feel like you know they say that when the the heart is hungry it'll accept all kinds of lies you know like whatever lies are being fed isn't mm-hmm. it you hungry so you'll just take in whatever you know so don't go into a relationship thinking okay this person loves me but like it's always important before you actually enter a, a relationship know this person you know know the person's background like mm. we are happy that you know like some people were not raised via love mm-hmm. you know, and some are just raised via survival yeah you know? 
like you just and it's important like mm-hmm. to know what okay this person how were they raised you know and you must know yourself i feel like it's more about self than the next person actually you know yeah like when mm-hmm. you love yourself to that extent when you know yourself what okay mean and you kind and you know i stand for this and this you know you will know what's okay when something comes your way you just understand what's okay no this is not what i signed for this is not what i stand for this is not you know what i believe in or yeah so yeah. and take care of yourself i feel like taking care of yourself it's so important love yourself you know know yourself what's okay tell yourself every morning like stand in front of the mirror and say you know i am you are worth it i love you you know like so that you don't want people like validate yourself you know in order to not re- like wait for people mm. to be the ones to validate you or you know mm. because we get lost in so many things like we want to know what's okay people must come and tell us that we enough because we don't know that then mm. you know that's when you just suck up everything like the everything that you you get from the world you just take in so no you no know, like get to know yourself take time to yourself you know and in university everything all kinds of things happen in university you know like you can fall into all kinds of traps all kinds of peer pressure and and so that's what i'm saying get in there knowing good okay this is what i want i'm here to study i'm here to this if it happens that a relationship finds me no good okay i'm going to handle it in this manner you know because yeah like i yeah. feel like, i don't know some found love in the university but hey he lost a university <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it it's is. Lot. I know this. I know. Yeah, because we left home now you. thinking, okay, freedom, you know. So everybody's just like, yeah, see, freedom, man. You can, you know, you can do whatever. You can get what girl, you, every girl you want, you know. I'm just name my very books and the NS fast or whatever thing might be. You know, Une Uba, you can't even like, say no. I can't come to my So you need to know yourself. You need to know what you stand for, like before you just fall into whatever. And pray, like prayer, prayer guys. Like prayer is important. Yeah, like, praying, reading the word. That's what's gonna get you through. You know? Yeah, that's all I mm-hmm. have to say. Yeah. Thank you so so much for joining us today. I hope and pray that each and everyone that actually listened to your story will be able to relate or even if they can't relate they will share it with other women as well because like I said the aim is to help other women with their healing journeys and also for them to find their voices and break the silence. So thank you so so much for joining us today. I hope you have a wonderful day and hey enjoy the rest of <laughs> the lockdown thank you for having me well i also pray and hope that it will you know touch someone and actually help them through whatever they might be going through and yeah speak up ladies you know mm-hmm. yeah we got this thank you <laughs> bye okay, bye